the Sports Blast. All right, so let's get started with our predictions here. Um, who's going to start it off? First of all, what was what, what the first category? I thought you were in charge. Only on ESPN New Hampshire. All right, back here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire and ESPNNHradio.com. It is hour number three. Ashish Sharma, Brian Roach, David Pollard, and Mark Lazell taking you up till 2 p.m. this afternoon. Five questions, by the way, with Mark Lazell coming up in about 20 minutes at 1.20. Let's get back into the game. We were talking about this a little bit earlier in the show, about Julio Jones and how much of a force he is. We've really been referencing it throughout the show. How do you slow down Julio Jones? Though We keep saying you're not going to shut him down. You can only slow him down. But how do you do that? Because Malcolm Butler... You know, he matches up well with Antonio Brown because of the size difference really isn't that much. Like, uh, Antonio and Malcolm are pretty much the same height, right? Yeah, Julio pretty much. Jones, Julio Jones is what, 6'5"? Yep. I, yeah, w- I would say um, physicality, you're not, you're not going to test this guy. Um, you're not. I think speed is what it comes down to. I, I think the coverage from, um, you know, the secondary regards to the safeties, free safeties, they got to be on all cylinders to cover this guy downfield. Because yes, he, he can handle you know a quick pass from Matt Ryan, but you got to use that speed to tackle him right. with with the legs. Well, and the Patriots do that better than any other. Do you want to turn your mic on? <laughs> the Ryan just start to talk with his mic off. The Patriots tackle better than any other team in the league. They're amazing. We know that they will. They they don't give up a lot of yards after the catch, right. especially to to people who are, to wide receivers. So not coming out of the backfield. I'm not talking about, but to wide receivers, the Patriots are the best at preventing yards after the catch. They have to continue that. Right. They have to be physical, or they have to double Julio Jones. Because right. So to me, there's two options. Julio, he can uh, catch a quick pass and, and run he it. can he can catch a quick pass in traffic, break tackles, right. and and be gone. But you gotta tackle. You gotta fish tackles. You like gotta you said, tackle. Like you, you said, gotta the Pats are one of the best. In the league. And you've got to make it tough on him. So the, for me, there's two options. If if you want to go ahead and and bump him at the line and slow him down, uh, don't let him get it started. Go ahead and put Malcolm Butler on the guy because Malcolm Butler is that, your most physical wide receiver. He's most like he's the most likely cornerback. 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 Uh, sorry, he's the most likely <laughs> cornerback to actually stop the routes that Jones is going to run. Yeah. All right. So he can at least slow down those routes, and maybe it gives you an extra second to the get to the quarterback. The tough part is is Matt Ryan could probably throw. Well, a... and he'll probably have time because his offensive line is really well, good. Well, not only that, but I'm just saying, uh, like an over the top pass. Sure, he, but make it tight, make it right. hard. You know, so if you if you want to be able to slow him down right from the line, you man up on him with Malcolm Butler, and you have him bump him at the line, throw him off his route a little bit. That's one option. Or you go the other way, which is what generally Bill Belichick check likes to do with bigger physical wide receivers, which is to put Logan Ryan on him and give him help over the top with Devin McCourty. I'm not even sure that if Malcolm Butler's on him in man coverage that you still don't give him help right. with Devin McCourty because Julio is that much of a force. I, I, I just will... think I just think if it's not Malcolm Butler, it's going to be Eric Rowe. I just don't see Logan Ryan. Because guys, you go back to Super Bowl 49, Logan Ryan was manhandled by, what's his name, Chris Matthews? Remember that really tall receiver that came out of nowhere in Super Bowl Forty Nine for the Seahawks? Yeah, but that yeah. was you also need, two years ago. But you, but you need a bigger cornerback uh, on a guy like Julio Jones, and Logan Ryan's not going to get it done. And gonna, I go back I'm to the fact that Logan no, Ryan, yeah, Logan yeah, Ryan is yeah, now working the but slot. Eric Rose sucks. Yeah, I'll but Logan right Ryan now, is though, now sheesh. working the slot, and he's found new success in that. How do you take him out of that and now put him back on the outside where Eric Rowe has been the last five, six, seven games? Well, Ashish, if you're Bill Belichick, who are you going to trust more? To cover Julio Jones, Logan Ryan or Eric Rowe, a rookie. He'd probably uh, trust Eric Rowe's not Eric, a rookie. Well, second Rose. year player. Sorry, Logan Ryan's been here longer. 
He's he's familiar it's, with the it's, program, it's not, and I think Belichick would have more trust in Logan Ryan. I don't Dave, think than Dave, Eric Rowe, especially Dave, based on Rowe's performance it's, Dave, it's against not, the Steelers. It's not, it's not about familiarity for me. Yeah. It's just about size. His, Logan yeah, Ryan's he, too small. I, how can you even say that? It's just about size. They're not even that much difference in the, in height. Logan Ryan's six feet, and, and Eric Rowe is six one. I just I, think, I think that you're all missing a key ingredient here, though. Don't forget Mohamed Sanu. Well, Mohamed Butler Sanu. will be on Sanu. Yeah, no, I think but my point is, Sanu. Sanu is just as physical right. as Julio Jones. So at the same point, it doesn't matter. Right. It really doesn't matter. No, who, of course it does. Julio's obviously a better Sanu's wide receiver. Sanu's pretty good, though. Yeah, but he's nowhere near the caliber right. of Julio. But uh, Sanu like, stepped up when A.J. Green was down on, on the Bengals, and he put up significant yards. Yeah, and, so and, I and will Sanu s- stepped up when the Julio Jones was out for Look, Ryan's got his options, for yeah, sure. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, Julio is obviously the guy. And, all right, he's there. I want Malcolm Butler covering him if I'm the Patriots. I, I, think one I wouldn't of the, hate it. One of the biggest keys is the linebacker play on the backs out of the, uh, out of the backfield. Yeah, yeah, well, uh, good luck with that. You right. got Dante Hightower. Yeah, that's it. The problem with— And Van Noy. The, yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> McClellan, like, oh, great. He jumped over that pile and blocked that field goal. Awesome. When analyzing... Can the, you do that? No, I'm just kidding. When, when <laughs> that used anal- to be your go-to argument. When analyzing this game, okay, I, I look at it as the Falcons are a threat offensively. Big time. Are a threat. And, and that's including the backs of the backfield, the tight end with Hooper. Tight end's all And right. pretty much every yeah, wide receiver on their depth. It doesn't, Matt, Matt Ryan is a great quarterback, and that's why I think Hooper does become a threat. So when you look at it, you're going to have to stop everybody. You can't, you, He's had a great year. You're not just going to be able to stop Julio. Julio will go off, but you got to stop Devontae Freeman out of the backfield. you got to get after the quarterback. You cannot have Matt Ryan be comfortable in that pocket oh, making I, I significant agree. throws. Because... Uh, they do plan rollouts for him, and he's good at those. But yeah. if you force him out of the pocket, it's like a whole different game to him. Uh, yeah, it he's no good. up on him, and he'll throw picks. So, okay, so That's then, what he's done. He's, then, he's a guy you actually he want to so intercept. Okay, so you want to get what, him out of so the So then pocket. we know what the game plan is. Stop the run game, force him to throw, and try to get to him and make him uh, force him into mistakes. It's going to yeah, be hard to stop the run. You don't necessarily have to worry too much about Julio Lugo. Julio Lugo, wow. Wow. Julio Jones is way up here. Julio Lugo's under the table. He went over oh, 56 at one point in his career. I love, I love, oh, for 56. I love how you said it confidence <laughs> with confidence. Like wow. not for a second. But, yeah, but yeah, geez, I would, former Red Sox shortstop Julio Lugo, I'm pretty confident will have no impact on Sunday's Super Bowl, guys. You might even know. Ashish, I would disagree with you because yeah. he I, might take Julio Jones out partying. I think I think because they're Matt, both named Julio. Right. I kind of alluded to this in, in the previous segment, but. I think the way that Matt Ryan sometimes works his offense is, of course, you have Devontae Freeman run the ball, but I think Devontae Freeman is just as a threat coming out of the backfield in the Agreed. passing game. Well, so I think it's it's a matter of stopping Devontae Freeman to co- continue the drives. I think Julio Jones can s- kind of go off, but you can't let Devontae Freeman as well. Well, and let's uh, let's also just face the fact here that this is two weeks to game plan for both teams, yeah. and you you can pretty much the one throw thing is everything that's happened to Dan both Quinn teams out the window. Dan Quinn said he only needs three or four days to game plan. Uh, what? Did Dan Quinn actually said that? When uh, when did he say that? Earlier this week. He said that. Yeah. That he only he needs he only needs three or four days to game plan. I don't remember hearing anything about that, and that's a stupid thing to say if you're Dan Quinn. Dumb thing to say. Dumb thing to think. I only too. need three or four. days. Days to game plan for the Patriots. I, 
Well, here's the thing. Whatever. You can't overthink it. I, I think that's the mentality that you have to have. So maybe a, a what, short... Just do what you do best? Maybe a short-term game plan is the way to go. Because if you think about it long-term, then you're thinking, well, I might have to switch this here because I don't believe in that. Go with your gut decisions. We talk about guts. You know, I, I think that's the way to do it, especially against Belichick. You don't know what he's going to throw at you, so in the back of your mind throughout the course of the week, you have to think of that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I go with a short-term... Because if you go long-term, you're going to be thinking about, well, I should be second-guessing myself. We should do this instead of that and you know, come up right. with different decisions. So I think three or four days is about right. Well, and the other part of it is going to be you cannot let Atlanta get, get going, basically. You, right. ca- you cannot let that train start moving. Throw different looks at Matt Ryan, see what happens. The they, they have scored. Yeah, you cannot let that midnight games. train start going. You Seven straight games that they scored on their opening drive. I thought it was eight now oh, because they scored eight. against yeah. Green Bay on their opening drive, too. They have scored touchdowns, not field goals. They have scored touchdowns on the opening drive in each of their last eight games. Amazing. They get the ball moving downfield right away. So but they haven't and, faced- and that uh, front-running team... Gets out in front, and they you can't stop what? it from But they rolling. haven't faced a red zone defense like the Patriots yet. The Patriots have the best red zone defense yeah. in the NFL. They and don't you, allow points. You know where uh, Atlanta's ranked there in red zone defense, by the way? Last. Just, they are 31st <laughs> in the NFL <laughs> in red zone defense. So if you're talking about where the game is going to be won, in the it's red in zone. the red zone. Red zone. Between the 20s, both these teams are going to move downfield. I guarantee but it. Who gets in? We're talking about the defense like either team's defense is going to be able to stop either team's offense. It's not going to be that That's way. That's where my, Matt Bryant be, comes in. This is going to be a punch-for-punch, punch, <laughs> uh, sort of blow-for-blow blow sort of game, I believe, right. with, with Atlanta here. You're going to have to keep up with them on the scoreboard. And, and the only way you do that is if you actually can stop them in the red zone because they are lethal down there and, in and the, the red way, zone. And the way you do that is not have long plays happen. But Atlanta is known for that. Right. So, so you have to make sure you stop Atlanta from scoring and then protect your end zone. Well, and Belichick is definitely known, especially this year, for allowing teams to move down the field and you know limiting the amount of points, which is why I do think that the kickers are going to be a big deal here. I think that Matt Bryant's going to have a, a couple of kicks that he's going to have to make in this game. Yep. That goes for Goskowski too, but if the Patriots are able to pull out this victory, it's going to be because they were better in the red zone than Atlanta. Agreed. And that's because they're going up against a defense in Atlanta that ranks 31st in the red zone. 31st. That's it, a glaring statistic to me. And yeah. also, don't forget that they're playing in a dome, so the, the wind's not going to be a factor with any of the kickers. Kickers right? should have no freaking see, problem. Well, if they miss, it's None. because This of, has nothing to jitters. do with Atlanta or New England, but during um, the Pro Bowl festivities on Thursday, Justin Tucker made a 75-yard field goal. I did see that, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Just a quick side thing, very quickly. Did you guys watch the Pro Bowl skills no. challenge? Yeah, I saw awesome, Dave. I, I like his own thing. I should have watched the dodgeball. It was a joke. The, the dodgeball dodge was, was a joke. joke. But, but, but no, because it was just kind of like, it was just a normal dodgeball thing. It was fine. I heard Andy funny, Dalton was the first one out. Yeah, of course. That's like, hilarious. Would you expect anything else? And also, assassin. Alex Smith had one of the most embarrassing throws ever. Oh, yeah. He threw oh, it like ugly. two yards. He threw it at the ground. Yeah. <laughs> but but the thing is, no, that Someone was actually. Someone made a meme. It was like Alex Smith on third and eight. It was fun. I would have liked to have seen the dodgeball. That was a lot of fun. The drone one was cool. Yeah, they dropped the ball from 125 feet. Cool. And the Odell it. Beckham won. They had a relay yeah. race. They had a passing challenge. The Landry point is, won, uh, the best hands. Best hands. The, the so. point is, this actually might save the Pro Bowl. People, uh, people hold on, no, no, no won't hold save on. The Pro Bowl. Because when's the Pro Bowl? Sunday. Sunday. It's 
Tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I didn't even know about that. It's at night, too. Yeah. You're going to watch the Pro Bowl? No, 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 no. Okay, <laughs> let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. It will save the event that is the, like, the entire week that is the Pro Bowl. I don't know. People will watch the, like, <laughs> I'll be honest crazy. with you. I, I watched, think it will. I watched the skills challenge. I thought to myself, why can't yeah, the, the end of skills Right, but it's not going to make on, you watch the Pro no, Bowl. No, not yeah. the Pro Bowl, but it brings some excitement to the week of the Pro Bowl. Yeah. yeah. No, like, it brings excitement to the skills competition. The skills competition. And then you shut your TV off and go... <laughs> Gee, I'm not going to watch any more football for the Okay, rest so of then the get rid of the game itself and just have the skills challenge and have the guys that get voted to the Pro Bowl go and do that. I like I'd be fine with that. Passing because honestly, honestly cool. when I was watching you guys, I thought to myself, why can't the NFL Combine be this fun? Because well, I watch the Combine every year, and it's kind of boring, but I watch it because I want to see the well, guys. It's not about right. technique. It, yeah, it, it's, it's, not, about technique. it's not about having fun. It's about proving you have the skills I said to that. I said that. I, okay, I said that partially tongue-in-cheek. I said no, it's not. No, the combo. No, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> that, was, that was partially like in jest, but I'm just saying that that was actually a lot of fun. Like, what the look, combine? No, no. I'm saying the skills challenge was fun. <laughs> oh my God, I'm getting too confused. The yeah. skills challenge. Like, if you watched Philip Rivers doing <laughs> the passing challenge, oh, that looks so you got fun. The, you, sorry, the I got gut and the scientific. Like, like, got it like all crossed up. Like, like yeah, like you watched Philip Rivers doing the passing challenge. That was awesome. Yeah, and then you had, and then you had Dak Prescott, who didn't know the damn rules. He threw at the same target twice. Once you hit a target, you can't hit it again. No. Andy yeah, Dalton sucked. <laughs> what, what I'm saying Give Jack is, a break, man. <laughs> she's just getting wrapped up from last segment. He's losing his freaking mind over here. Yeah, um, because uh, because of the skills competition. It was awesome. It's not going to make you watch the. It's not going to make you watch the Pro Bowl. Though. No, it's not. it's not. If they're smart, they'll take a page out of like the NHL playbook and they'll just make it a different game entirely instead of it being a an eleven on eleven full length field football game. Uh, she's get that they, argument. You know they idea should do? Make it a Nerf football. <laughs> no, that's relevant. what they should do. No, they should just. No, they should just Dude. put a Nerf football out there for the Pro Bowl. They should put a Nerf football so you can have a quarterback like, I don't know, Alex Smith, who can't throw the football 15 yards, Andy actually Dalton. chucking it a full, the full length of the football field. No. Make it a Nerf football, and I will watch the Pro Bowl. No, they, they, I will watch They should have nerf. everyone play different positions than what they're used to. The problem yeah, have is... Have the offense play defense, have the defense play offense. No, I was thinking like a linebacker be quarterback. You just have a mosh pit in the middle of the field and I'll watch <laughs> it. I actually like Brian's idea. Have a <laughs> linebacker be a quarterback and a quarterback be a linebacker. The yeah. entire conflict <laughs> with all these what games throughout the NHL, Have a running back NBA, be the kicker. NFL, they're going to kill each other. They're MLB, die. right? MLB removed the matters in regards to the World Series. Thank God. Just oh, that get, was a horrible rule. But just get rid of the games. Just make people all-stars. Just just get rid of the but games. But then, the, then it's well, just it's basically like fun. an all-pro. No, it's like, games no suck. Like, look, it's still, the, it's for still all-star, fun. For the baseball all-star game, you should have like a pitching competition, like painting corners. Like. I'd like that, actually. I would. You, I got, the, you cool. got the derby. That's, like that's essentially the skills I know. Comp. That'd be awesome. But have a skills yeah. competition that goes beyond just home run derby. Because right. I'll be honest with you. I like the first two rounds of home run derby, and then I get bored. What uh, The new one is so much better. Well, yeah. Since they changed the format, yeah. yes, it has been better. I'll agree with you there. Because they cut down the time. I'll agree with you there. But I'm going back like five, six years. I used to watch home run derby. I used to get excited. After two rounds, I'm already looking for something else on TV. The like, NHL watching the, the NHL's Carlos right Stanton now. hit home runs. No, it, it is. And just because their skills competition is... The best skills competition, unless you're a big fan of the three-point shooting comp and the and, and the dunk contest. Yeah. I personally think that the NHL is the best skills competition. And on top of it, they've improved their all-star game with these mini three-on-three tournaments instead of just having one big hockey game where no one's trying. There's so much open ice that the skill level actually comes out yeah. when you're watching these players play. 
Uh, Which is why the NHL got it right. They changed the game and they changed the skill the skills competition. I, I, I say keep the skills competitions for all the sports. Oh, I agree. Get rid of the games because when you look at it, it's just another award. Like look at MVP, look at comeback player of the year. An all star is just like an award. It, it's a you know something to say that hey, I can put it on my resume going into the Hall of Fame right. instead of having a game. A game doesn't even matter. It's pointless at this point. Well, it's a not, festivity. You know what the point is, It's right? a mar- marketing uh, statement They, they, for they all fill leagues. up a stadium, and they sell those tickets for double the amount. I know. You know, so it's money. Yeah. They make but money. my gut feeling, Dave, is get rid of it. Well, you wouldn't. Uh, yeah. Hey, hey, look, if you're not a fan of the All-Star games, I get it. They're boring. Nobody tries their They're hardest. They're awful. Yeah, you know, it's and Except that's, that's NHL. every sport. No, not even in the NHL. You don't have people checking in the NHL All-Star game. It's just they've they've made the format such that all that really matters is the speed and skill of the players. Yeah. That 3 on 3, that's that's all about speed and skill. The poor goalies are sitting there like, "Geez, what am I supposed to do?" But no one really cares about goalies anyway. So like Yeah, goalies yeah. suck. No, I, no I like the skills no in hockey. No one's trying to do any favors for goalies in the NHL. But, Dave, I like the skills in hockey. The skills in hockey is great, and I believe the skills in the NBA are great. The mm-hmm. home run derby is eh, and this, uh, the new skills competition for the Pro Bowl, fine. Home run derby is awesome. Fine if it was fun, you know. I think they'll improve on it year by year now, too, but it's not going to make me watch the freaking Pro Bowl. All right, quick break here on the Sports Blast. Tell us how you really feel, Dave. Quick break here. We'll be back with five questions with Mark Lazell. Don't go anywhere. It's the Sports Blast on ESPN New Hampshire. What good is history if you never change? And what good is change if it doesn't make you better? At Valvoline, we believe in getting the most out of everything, including your high-mileage engine. That's why we developed MaxLife, specially formulated to protect against the hidden signs of aging in cars over 75,000 miles. So help maximize the life of your engine with MaxLife from Valvoline. 150 years under the hood. For DIY tips, hot rides, cool merch, and exclusive content, head over to TeamValvoline.com. Join for free today. Hi, fans. Jalen Rose for Cricket Wireless here. We read through all of your texts, tweets, and emails asking for another chance to enter to win the Cricket Wireless and ESPN Bucket List sweepstakes. We heard you loud and clear. By popular demand, the Bucket List is back. Visit cricketsweepstakes.com slash ESPN Bucket List 17 or go to your local Cricket store to enter. No purchase necessary. U.S. residents age and majority and older. Ends February 5th, 2017. Void it prohibited. See cricketwirelessrules.com slash ESPN Bucket List 17.pdf for official rules. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't seen your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed. And they're the stuff inside your stuff. Even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs. And it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. You may be hearing about people having trouble making mortgage payments and risking losing their homes. Many of them just aren't aware of the options that can prevent foreclosure. There are many options available to homeowners, such as repayment and forbearance plans, loan modifications, and even refinancing. Where does someone go for help? 
They should talk directly with their lender or a qualified HUD-approved counseling agency. Both can provide helpful information without charging a fee. According to PMI Mortgage Insurance Company, it's not a good idea to pay for services that you can get for free from a lender or a qualified nonprofit counseling agency. To learn more, visit homesafepmi.com or call HUD at one 800 569-4287 for a counseling agency near you. That's 1-800-569-4287. This message is brought to you by PMI, supporting sustainable home ownership that strengthens communities. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Patriots are going to their NFL record ninth Super Bowl in franchise history. On the early injury report released yesterday, Danny Amendola, Chris Hogan, Malcolm Mitchell, Martellus Bennett, and Dante Hightower are among eight Patriots listed as questionable for next Sunday's game. For the Falcons, Julio Jones was limited in practice on Friday, and Alex Mack did not participate. The Celtics beat the Orlando Magic last night, 128-98. Isaiah Thomas dropped the game high, 21. Jalen Brown chipped in 20. Jay Crowder racked up 19 points and hit 5 of 7 from behind the arc. The Green are right back at it tonight. They travel to Milwaukee to take on the Bucks. Tip-off is at 8 o'clock. Serena Williams defeated her sister Venus Williams in straight sets, 6-4-6-4 at the Australian Open this morning. With the win, she claims her record-setting 23rd Grand Slam. And the Bruins are off for the NHL All-Star break. Tuka Rask and Brad Marchand, both first-time All-Stars representing the Bees. They're in L.A. for the festivities. The skills competition is tonight at 7. The three-on-three games will begin tomorrow at 3.30. This Sports Center update is brought to you by Nashua Silver Knights. For tickets, visit NashuaSilverKnights.com. I'm David Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues live from the ESPN New Hampshire. Studios in Nashua right now. You know what it was? Just what is it that you want to do? Well, we want to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. And we want to get loaded. And we want to have a good time. And that's what we're going to do. Well, wait, baby, let's go. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a party. Excuse me. I'd like to ask you a few questions. It's time for five questions. Five is right up. Man, let me ask you something. I got a question. Only on ESPN New Hampshire. You don't have to answer the question. I'll answer the question. 900 AM Nashua. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. Calm down. 1250 AM Manchester. What did you say? At ESPNNHradio.com. Thank you for all your cooperation. What, what the hell happened right, there? Everyone's got to cut me some slack on this one here, all right? <laughs> so so the sponsor read right there at the end of the update, if it sounded like I was supposed to keep on going, it's because I blended together two sponsor reads on my on my little sheet <laughs> I thought right here. I forgot your name for a second. No, no. I said, Dr. So, Glute. So oh, are we said, supposed to read those still? I almost <laughs> said Nashua Silver Knights for tickets. Visit NashuaSilverKnights.com. Nashua Wallpaper. Stop in at 129 West Pearl Street or visit NashuaPaint.com. I just almost blended ended the two because they were stuck together so it sounded like at the end of the NashuaSilverKnights.com that I was supposed to continue the sentence which tripped me up it's then right. I then I read my outro and before my Brian shut my mic off I was like you know what happened you want to see what happened there because I just had to explain myself to Mark because he was just like I'm David Paul I'm Ron Burgundy uh, it was a big pause but, but hey at least I stopped myself from going stop. on to the next sponsor and we gave him a nice uh, couple of sponsor reads anyway yeah. oh wow it's been one of those wild shows I mean, it's been a 
month. Ridiculous. It's been a month. You know, it's, I, I was here. Uh, oh yeah, you were here two now. weeks ago. Yeah, but we were. you know, I'm in rare form. We were. Yeah, Mark and I, we just decided to just not show up. Sorry. Yeah, no, I, I busier, <laughs> busier things to do. All right, so speaking of Mark, uh, it is five questions. You have this edition of five questions, and it's my understanding that we have two buzzers. Yeah, we do. Uh, because we couldn't make up our minds. We basically wanted to play either Rob Parker or Roger Goodell, and then Brian was like, you know what? Screw it. We're going to alternate. Stupid. Because they're both uh, jackasses, idiots, like whatever the hell you want to call them. Mr. Robot. So uh, wrong, I guess we'll just Bobby. go. I don't know which one's going to be our first buzzer, which one's going to be our second, but... Mark, it's all you, buddy. Five questions. All right. Brian, question one. You can't get people in Boston to even admit that Native Americans had nothing to do with the Boston Tea Party. They don't want to hear it. Hmm? His name is dangerously close to Bob Barker. Yeah, Bob Barker. (laughs) Yeah. I I actually thought it was Ron Parker. But it's, Rob, also, it's but, Rob. but it's Rob. It's Rob. Robert could be yeah, Bob. Well, so it well, could be Bob. That's Parker. what I'm. So, that's yeah. what I'm saying. He definitely calls himself Rob to ignore uh, to uh, not allow people to confuse him with Bob Barker. Bob Barker, whose yeah. last name begins with a B. Yeah, Price and is not a wrong. Bobby. Price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Price is always right. <laughs> You're gonna get it, Bobby. <laughs> Monahan. Oh, we could have used that soundbite. There is that. no way you suck as much at hockey <laughs> as you do at golf. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, uh, not now, Bobby. Now's <laughs> not the time. The MLB announced that the the BWA voted in uh, Pudge Rodriguez, Jeff BBWA, BBWA, BBWA. I call it BWA because BB is just pointless. But call it what it's called. It's called the BBWA. Whatever it is, actually the BWA. The It should be the BWA because baseball's one word. Yeah, just say you morons. The bois. All right, so. Do you think that Manny or any of the steroid era members will get in eventually? Yeah, I, you know, I, yeah, I, think, I do. Uh, I think so, too. Go ahead, Dave. Uh, yeah, I think that people are going to get over it. It was part of the game. It was an era that in which we can't even really determine which players took steroids and which didn't because everyone was dirty. John Smoltz. All we, all we have are a couple of lists of a couple people who happened to get caught. We don't know who's really... Uh, committed any type of uh, crime here in terms of yeah, taking I mean, PEDs, you, you don't know. Roger Clemens and uh, Barry Bonds weren't even guilty for it. There's no proof. Well, uh, the proof is in the size of their heads and the and, way that their bodies and changed. The, the call of perjury on the stand. That, that could have been McDonald's. Well, right, and the perjury thing with, with Clemens. So, True. Yeah, I think I think just a lot of it is just a lot, uh, you know, the older guys are sort of getting aged out of the BBWA and now you have younger guys who are coming in. And I feel like, no, I, I, Brian's giving me this look, but I really feel like over the next 10, 12, maybe even 20 years, some of the younger guys are going to come in. And well, they're yeah, gonna, they're gonna by be then, less. all those people will be off because... No, they, no, no, but I mean like guys who are... They, no, no, they only have so many days. years of eligible. Yeah, but I, how long can you be eligible? 15 like for 15 years? years? That's it. Okay, so over the next, let's say, 10 years, if, if a guy's on a ballot now for five years... Uh, yeah, as long as he gets enough votes. Because, no, look at the fact that the guys that were accused of steroids and a, guy, a lot of the guys who we really, really feel did steroids, like Barry Bonds, we know for a fact, their numbers are going up. So I just feel like as time goes by, people are going to be more forgiving. Some of the younger voters are going to come in and say, you know what, screw it. It's the steroid era, just like Dave said. Put a little asterisk uh, next to their names. They don't have to and put just an asterisk. They're not going to do that. Well, it's, it's, it's speaking figuratively. Like Everyone knows that they did steroids, but they're still in the Hall of Fame. Give them their own little special section in Cooper's I, I don't know. Steroid but era. the point is, unfortunately, and I don't agree with it, but yeah, I agree. I think eventually they're going to get in. Yeah, I do too. And right. I think that the BBWAA I agree that needs some, some young blood in there. But others are not. Some. Okay, not all. Yeah, not all. Okay. Brian, question two. Not, not for a second. Hmm? 
Shut up, Roger. So, guys, I turned 26 last Wednesday. Happy belated birthday. As we talked about early in the show. Um, you have to pay for health insurance now, don't you? Yeah, Uh-oh. I do. Thanks Uh-oh. for bringing that up, Ryan. <laughs> it's in the process, actually. Hey, I've had we to do all it for two years, it. and yeah, I'm not do. even 26 yet. Yeah. We all go through it. No, no, I'm just saying that um, you know, my papers are in the process, so we're definitely almost there. That's good. Um, but regarding to, to my uh, birthday, what would be like your ideal um, birthday celebration like? You know, for a weekend. We definitely well, ask this for every the, year. For the 26th. It's okay. I'm asking annually. For the 26th birthday in particular? It Sweet 26? It could be your own birthday. 20, 26. 26 is where it all starts going downhill, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're right. You to be to honest. pay for your own health insurance. Tw- 25, people care about 25. Right. It's a nice round they number. You, you know, can rent a car. It's a fourth of the way to being 100. You can rent a car. And you yeah. can rent a car. Yeah. And right yeah, after, right after that... Yeah. Right after that, people stop counting. You know, well, you can't run for president for another eleven years. Well, yeah, they, hey, that's oh, true. Yeah, that's true. Can't anyone run for president now? I'm not going to touch yeah, that. Kanye anyway, so, <laughs> uh, it, Kim Kardashian. You know, Kim Kardashian. you hit 26, and you personally stop counting because you're closer to 30 than 20, and really? no one wants to think no. that. And also. People just stop caring about you and your age. Right. <laughs> so, Forget about so, you. birthday, so I, just chilling on your bed so, watching some Netflix. When right. It's like, right. <laughs> so, so should I just take a bottle of whiskey and straight to no, the face? as an ideal birthday Most celebration? Most people would. Most people okay. would. I mean, I'll, yeah. give the, I'll give the cheesy answer. I guess, you know, my ideal birthday, I guess, at this age is just to be surrounded by people I care about and, you know, all my friends and family. Yeah, and a lot of alcohol. Chuck E. Cheese? And a lot of alcohol. Right. Yeah, yeah. To, no, honest, honestly, every birthday from here on out is going to be a. Just it's going to be like a small group of people. We'll yeah. probably go out and we'll drink. That's yeah. exactly. And just get I hammered. Okay. So slowly let the alcohol destroy kind of like, us. And then and then like and I'm then not, and I'm then drunk. I, and then I won't drunk get cry. hammered. I'll have like. And then drunk cry about how old you are. No, I won't do that. At thirty, yeah, you will. No, yeah, when you turn thirty, you'll get hammered and then cry. I've never gotten drunk. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie though. This is pretty like a depressing panel here. Like. <laughs> If you think We've all turned 26, right? I, I am not 26. You're not 26, oh, no, so you, that's why Brian's still happy. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't experienced it yet. what I'm saying is, if you like had to have an ideal birthday celebration. <laughs> no, we don't know what that is. Mark, there's no more <laughs> ideal birthday no more celebrations. <laughs> you all your fun birthdays have passed. No, you're no, no. Si- no. You're 16. You can take a plane <laughs> down to Cancun before they make that wall. All right, listen. <laughs> birthdays, no, birthdays, no, the ideal birthday is to build that ready, wall. Ready, birthdays one through four, you can't remember anyway because you haven't started making memories. Five okay. through ten are a blast because you're a kid and people care and they give you gifts. Yep. You turn 13, that's a big deal because you're a teenager now. And 16 is a sweet number. 16. Yep. 18, you're allowed to go to war so people consider you an adult. And you get your driver's license. And you can get your driver's license around there. And so 18 is a big one because you're going to college too. 21, obviously, you're legally able to drink. 25 is like, okay, well, you, you can, can rent, rent a car. You can rent a car. Car, we're sort of running out of things to celebrate now, aren't we? And then 26 is just like, dude, I don't, I don't, I don't even care. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to help you And then 37, out. you can run for president. 35. All right, all right. Is it 35? Yeah. All right. I thought it was 37. Which, which of course? Where did you learn that? I don't know. <laughs> which I need of course. Wesley, the Wolseley school system failed me. Apparently. 0.00001% of people in this country have ever run for president, and so that's not a big birthday either. Right. You hit yeah. the, you hit 26, and it's just like. Like, I'm sorry. We have nothing else to say. And celebrate. when do you qualify for right. AARP? Your life is basically 50. a gradual 50. downward and then spiral <laughs> towards death. And then, Dave, AARP, you can qualify for that uh, when you're 50, apparently. Or I thought it was a little older than that. No, but. you're 
saying I'm going to die soon? Uh, we're all going to die soon. All right, okay. Eventually, everyone <laughs> dies. All right, <laughs> screw this question. <laughs> yeah. You saw the doomsday clock, right? Yeah, I, I did, did see that, yeah. It moved one tick closer to midnight, everybody. <laughs> so at least we're, we're all going to be dead soon. Hey, that uh, question depressed. suck. Question three. You can't get people in Boston to even admit that Native Americans had nothing to do with the Boston Tea Party. Hey, you they can't don't say that we it. don't keep it real here in Boston, <laughs> We keep all right? it real. We just talked about how every birthday after 25 is meaningless. It pretty much is, though. You can't That's say true. we don't keep it real. I just, love, I just love during that cut, though, of Rob Parker, the entire cut, Skip Bayless is just like, what? Guys, yeah, love <laughs> what are you even What are you talking about? about? Can we move on? Yeah, so so guys, there was <laughs> a ton of news um, last week and, you know, the upcoming uh, this past week. Um, I just want to know, um, all the attention has been on Chris Brown and Soldier Boy uh, fighting in a boxing match. Ooh, yeah. Um, I think <laughs> it's going to be in March. Um, really? If you could choose two celebrities to really fight it out, who would you choose? Trump and Hillary? Uh, uh, <laughs> Rihanna. Number one. Whoa. Oh, Rihanna and, and Rihanna. Chris Brown. Chris Brown, right? What? Because didn't they? I don't, don't, don't want to see that. Didn't they have that falling out? <laughs> they did, they but did. Yeah, that's because Chris well, Brown hit her. Yeah, right. and Rihanna, and Rihanna <laughs> would, would, would hit back, basically. Yeah, but I don't want to put her in a ring where he can hit her again. <laughs> have you seen how much of a badass Rihanna is? Oh, my God. Her I would think, nice. like, no, no, no. You, 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 you put them in a ring where it's fair, and then Rihanna will kick the crap out of that dude. Lady Gaga Chris and like, Brown's not Ariana a tough dude. No, he's not. My I don't God, know. I, there's I, a little revenge I, I, factor I'm, I'm, there. Stick, I'm sticking with the political stuff. Just you know, have I think Rihanna Trump, uh, train with Ronald I think, Rousey. For I think Trump and Hillary would be amazing. Trump versus the border wall. Well, nah. he'd, he'd just help it. Come on. <laughs> Wait, so is this not an Odell opponent Beckham, for Josh Chris Norman. Brown? Just who, no, what no, celebrities no. we'd want to see Two celebrities off. going at it. I, Brian had a good one. Would you say Odell Beckham Jr. Josh Norman? Ooh, yeah, or the kicking net. Either one. That is a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. What was yours? Roger Goodell, Tom Brady. Trump and Hillary. Roger Goodell, Tom Brady. Ooh, that's a good one too. Yeah, but that's too like I, I feel played out. You know, everyone's gonna say I, that. I, I would choose uh, Russell Wilson versus Future. That's a good one. I like that. I would have. Uh, I like that. <laughs> I would have uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. I gonna, I mean, or so. even they better, love each other, or even though. better, Matt Damon and Jimmy Kimmel. Because that, yes! that feud that they oh, always yeah. have, yeah, and that, that that could actually happen down the road. They would. They could do a bit on that. So we're not talking like celebrity death matchers saying no, celebrity boxing. boxing, boxing That's match. why I like you guys flipping out about Rihanna being in the ring. They're like, yeah. come on. It's just I There's don't know. She... I mean, like Chris Brown beat, what, beat what? the crap out of her. Yeah, but I want to throw her back in a ring with him. Okay, hold on. Uh, uh, number number one, that that whole situation, of course, was a little bit overblown. It's a myth. And uh, and number two, I think Rihanna would stand a good chance to beat Chris Brown, which oh. is a little revenge factor. Yeah. I don't know. I don't see it. I think people. I, I think people would watch it though. What Taylor about, um, Swift and Kanye West. Taylor, okay. Oh, I got Taylor a good one. Swift and Kanye. Ooh. Jason yeah, yeah. Statham and Justin Bieber. I just want to see that. Okay. Well, yeah. I just want to see Justin Statham Bieber like get his ass annihilated. Oh my god. Well, that's a good point too. Adam Sandler. We didn't any of the actual athletic uh, su- uh, uh, celebrities? No. Yeah, we didn't go for entertainment value in the sense that I got like, a one. good fight. We Adam Sandler like, and Kevin. Yeah, What's Kevin James. Kevin James. Ooh, yeah. What about Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee? Now that, that they're now sick. that they're old, that would be yeah. sick. Well, that Bruce Lee's dead. Bruce Lee's dead. No, uh, Jet Li. Then I'm uh, sorry, Lee. I, I misspoke. Jet Li and Jackie Chan. Now that they're both old, I got go still would you. would just kick ass in the yeah. ring. What about Donnie Yen? Donnie Yen. Yeah, Donnie Yen. Chuck Norris. Floyd, Floyd, Floyd Chuck Mayweather. Donnie Gold. Donnie Wahlberg and Mark. Who was it? Donnie and Mark. Donnie and Mark. Floyd Mayweather and Fifty Cent. 
Ooh, that would be good. They hate each other. Yeah, they do not Snoop like Dogg and go just read a, a Harry pound Potter of book. Weed. All right, I've had enough of this question. <laughs> All right, go on. Brian. Not, not for a second. All right. So has anyone tried the, the new VR tools um, that Samsung come out with, uh, no, the virtual reality? Not actually. I hear it's really cool. Uh, NBA League Pass allowed you to use it for one of the games recently. And I heard it was really uh, cool, cool to see. Um, do you guys like the idea, or does it take away from being at, at no, a game? No, I think it's great. I mean, look, you're never going to be able to fully simulate being at the game because there's so much more than goes in, that goes into it than right, just having that view. like 75 beers at a game. Uh, yeah, like I just go to Fenway and I get drunk when we're not winning, and uh, even when we are winning, I'll even get drunk then. But the point is <laughs> you can't simulate being at a game. I mean, yes, you can have the view from the courtside seats and being on the floor, but ultimately being at the game is the ultimate. So, no, I mean, it's, it's kind of like a nice thing to have. When you're on your couch and you can't afford going to the game, you pay the $200, whatever, for the... How much does it cost? I'm sure $200, $300. You pay for it once, and then you get to One do that. One-time fee, yeah. Yeah, and then you get to do it however many times you want. Yeah, but cool. how good is the quality? And it can apply I'm to, like, sure other get better. Too, I'm sure right? it'll get better. I'm sure it'll get better. Aren't there VR video games now and everything? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That could be kind of cool. And then, then you know what that's great for? Screen, you know, like a lot of kids. I remember when I was a kid when we'd play like multiplayer games like Halo. I played with kids that would screen sheet and look at where I was on the screen that we like, you know, okay, let's just screen. But let's be honest, this is horrible for children. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because you're sticking their face inside a VR machine. You're you're taking away actual oh, real, real world life. stimulation. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm just and, saying and for the hardcore gamers, now they don't have to worry about people cheating off sure, their screen. But it's I'm just talking about another games. overstimulant. It's another overstimulant, sure. basically. And it's gonna. And in terms of games, it's just another little device that's gonna keep us inside and on our couches, yeah. getting fat. And uh, eventually, that's why almost, America is the fattest country in the all, world. All of society is gonna have to not leave their homes for anything once we have all sorts of virtual reality stuff. And you know, I so mean, we're gonna be trapped here with that wall. You guess what? You want to go to a game? I can see the commercial already. You want to go to the basketball game, but the tickets are so expensive. Yeah. Well, you can buy a Trump virtual voice. reality <laughs> thing. Yeah. Don't worry about it because you can watch a game right from your couch, and it'll feel like you're there. And so that's <laughs> that's. What? That's where we're heading at this Dave, point. Why is your I, go-to I, Trump voice always? That's not my Trump that's voice. What initially it was like you're at home, you know, watching the game. Like it's kind of, it's a little <laughs> no, bit of a Trump voice. It's Trump voice. Trump different. It's different. Trump has done with his what advancing yeah. technology. <laughs> yeah. I know he is. Uh, anyway, I think, I think the virtual reality part of things would be cool if you want to see like the coaches and the players like on yeah, the sidelines. I think that'd be cool. But it's a one-time thing. Right. I don't want this to happen all the time. Oh yeah. Then it takes away from a kid going to a game with right. his father and just yeah. watch the game. You know, right. or yeah, you yeah, can both sit on the couch and enjoy it together. The rich, the you rich can't VR together. It fits on one face. Well, yeah, but you can get you... two VR headsets and put them together and yeah. be like, hey, well, look, we're both at the game. <laughs> yeah, except, except when you have headsets on, yeah. so you're just two people sitting there in silence <laughs> <laughs> next to each other in a house. Hey, Dad, it's father-son bonding, it's just like we always wanted. It's so ridiculous, honestly. <laughs> and you don't even know if you're next to each other. <laughs> we are really getting to a point in society where we're, gonna, where we're just going to be, if you, if you have enough money to do it, sitting on a couch, acting like you're at a game, and you'll probably have a robot bring out, like, nachos to you, and, and you don't have to do anything at all. Oh, and, and they now, would even feed you. Now we know how Ashish is going to raise this kid. Yeah. They're going to watch virtual reality <laughs> instead kid. of going out to games. They're going to be <laughs> fat and happy. Mm-hmm. Hey, enjoy those burritos on the couch. <laughs> right? <laughs> Brian, question five. You can't get people in Boston to even admit that Native Americans had nothing to do with the Boston Tea Party. They don't want to hear it. I, I mean, I'm sure you could. I'm sure that you could, and people do listen. <laughs> 
Let's just uh, let's just group a whole state full of people together. So, guys, um, <laughs> Marshawn Lynch um, has been up to some stuff, um, and it's kind of cool. Just Skittles, <laughs> yeah, uh, beast mode taking off. Um, but he's been doing Papa Wheelies in London. I saw a video. Um, he almost actually got hit by a truck. What? Um, doing Papa Wheelies. Yeah. Wait, wait. Marshawn Lynch almost got hit by a truck. Yeah, he was doing Papa Wheelies on his motorcycle in London, and he almost got hit by a truck. What's Ironic. he doing in London? <laughs> I don't know, but he's just chilling out, probably promoting okay. beast mode. Um, but Marshawn just doing Marshawn things. Has there ever been like a close call in your life, like where you almost actually hit something, or oh yeah, ha- something happened? Last, to you? Dude, last I winter, I almost hit something. Yeah. yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah, la- dude, last winter or two winters ago, I was driving up here with Brian, and what we spun out on the highway, right, and like. Uh, we almost died. I think we did a 180 and spun into like the breakdown lane, or not even. It was like near the guardrail. Yeah. And uh, almost died that day, Brian. I don't know if you remember that day, but I kind of tried to wipe it from my memory. But no matter what, I just you guys are depressed. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was horrible. I thought we we're gonna die. Yeah. Hey, just be thankful that you're alive. I am thankful, but All that right. was a very scary. Yeah, that's probably the closest call. And, and, and had to take a few seconds. I had to take a few seconds. Okay. I honestly, you know, like I was just oh, like, yeah, oh my god, jolts yeah. yeah, it absolutely it really does. Jolts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had people absolutely. Uh, on the highway, especially, Priuses. it's scary. Priuses, damn Priuses. I don't know what car it was, but I distinctly three Priuses have tried to kill me. I was in that sort of <laughs> terrible situation where I'm in the middle lane, and I got a person to my left, and I got a person in front of me. So mm-hmm. it's not like I can really speed up, no. Or I and I can't You're go trapped. to the left. But yep. the person to the right clearly had me in their blind spot, and they just sort of, without putting a blinker on, decided they were going to shift into the into my lane. Oh. Didn't see me. Didn't see me at all. Oh, Didn't stop either. What? You know, how, you know how people like yeah. they'll start coming They're over like, and then oh. whoops, I yeah. saw, I saw you. I caught you in the mirror there. You were in my blind spot, but I'll go back. No, this person did not stop. I had to jam on my brakes on the highway, which is terrifying when there's people behind you too. That's that was one of the scariest moments ever. But there was one moment in particular when I was in high school, mm-hmm. and I was walking. Uh, I was walking into an ice cream parlor with my ex girlfriend, and you she almost she almost you? got uh, straight up hit by a bus. I'm not kidding. This bus. Uh, she's talking to me. The bus is coming uh, <laughs> in the direction where she's not facing, and she started walking out into the street. The <laughs> bus did not stop. What? And I saw this bus coming at about 35 miles an hour, and I had to literally grab her and pull her back onto the sidewalk. Wow. Which was one. One of the scariest things of all time, and she just started sobbing immediately. So, you know, went from like cheery, happy conversation <laughs> to oh my god, <laughs> just <laughs> 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 so close, <laughs> so close. And then we ate ice cream. Have you, have you ever seen that video of the guy in uh, University of Texas campus? He runs out into the street, gets a hit, he gets literally hit by a bus. Going like forty to fifty miles an oh hour. Oh my gosh! But he, he walks like away. Right up. Yeah, he walks away from it. Oh, I've seen, yeah, I've seen that. I've I, seen that. Yeah. Adrenaline allows that because I guarantee you, off camera, he he falls down about five <laughs> seconds later. I guarantee you, you can't. Oh get yeah, hit. I mean, you like, can't get hit by a bus. There was, wasn't there a lady that had to lift a car once to get it off her kid? Adrenaline. Yeah. 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 Then there was a guy that jumped off a rooftop and then he was standing, and but then the camera cut and he probably fainted. Fake too, though. Who knows? Some of those. And Brian, did you answer? Crazy stuff. Brian, you can't piggyback off of. I'm not going. To. Do All the right. pri- do the Prius. No, I want to hear the Prius no, story. Pri- the, the, the Too Prius long. Was just trying to kill me. Okay. All right. Oh, we ran out of bed. We ran out. Of- <laughs> Is that the first time in the history of oh, five questions wow. that the we bed ran out? Way over, didn't we? <laughs> oh yeah, my we, goodness! We yeah, it's one forty-five. All right. You know what? I'll be real yeah. quick. So a couple years ago, I was driving home from the Herald. It was during a blizzard. So I was going on the highway back to the South Shore, and 
as I was driving, I there was like a dry spot. So I was like, all right, I'll speed up, which was a bad idea. Yes. So I sped up, and then I hit a icy spot. I literally started spinning around. I could see the person next to me you as hydroplaned. I'm hydroplaned. Not hydroplaned. I started spinning too. Spinning. <laughs> so I was sideways. Doing I was looking donuts. at the car beside me, <laughs> and then I was able to flip it, get back to normal. And then I was—I got off the. I was literally like right near my exit. Yeah, so. you should be in a new yeah, Fast and Furious. I was just gonna say. <laughs> yeah, I was able to like, fix it real quick. Oh, I was a big like, diesel. Right, like I'm that's back. like a Jason Bourne type. Move. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Oh, yeah. I can't believe we ran out of bed. Yeah. Wow. R.I.P. Paul Walker move. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I mean, what do we, we even went, have? Can we? Uh, I have no idea. We, we got to be quick. We got no. That's it. That's it. That's it. We have questions. All right. Let's go to break. All right. We're going to break. We're going to blast off. Don't go anywhere. It's a sports blast. 1250 ESPN, New Hampshire. Manchester's local ESPN. Advance Auto, because if there's one thing they know, it's parts. Advance Auto Parts and Batteries, this is Nestor. How can I help you? Lately, when I go to accelerate, mm-hmm. my car doesn't have the oomph it used to. Well, you could try using a fuel system cleaner. That might help. Is that part of a tune-up? People like to use it when they do a tune-up. And what all does a tune-up involve? Spark plugs, air filter, fuel filter. Wow, you really know everything. <laughs> I'm going on a second date tonight. Would you go flowers or chocolates? Mm-hmm. Advance Auto Parts. We know everything about auto parts. Little Caesars has five hot and ready items at only five bucks each. Choose from a large hot and ready classic, eight-piece Caesar wings, four 20-ounce beverages, family-sized bacon cheddar-loaded crazy bites, or new family-sized cinnamon-loaded crazy bites. It's a deal so great, even my newborn is excited. What's that? She just said cinnamon-loaded crazy bites? Her first words. $5 hot and ready deals only at Little Caesars at participating locations plus tax. Pizza, pizza. Sergeant R.J. Anderson's dream was to take to the skies. I've always wanted to be a soldier, but my ultimate goal was to be a pilot. I think I was meant to, to fly. I had just applied to be a part of the 160th SOAR Regiment, and I was going to airborne school that next Monday. So I decided to go on a motorcycle ride with my buddies. We were going through a turn, and that's all I remember. That's the day everything changed. I was told by the doctor that I would never walk again. Thanks to Paralyzed Veterans of America, competing in adaptive sports lit my fire again. They help you transition for the rest of your life to that individual that you want to be. Sports like hand cycling really pushes you to, to find who you are in that redefining moment after injury. With PVA Sports, I've, I've found my freedom. Now when I think about my future, the possibilities are endless. For more information, visit pva.org, a public service of Paralyzed Veterans of America. Every day, The men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today, or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all, the few, the proud, the Marines.
scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Patriots are going to their NFL record ninth Super Bowl in franchise history. On the early injury report released yesterday are Danny Amendola, Chris Hogan, Malcolm Mitchell, Martellus Bennett, and Dante Hightower, among eight Patriots listed as questionable for next Sunday's game. For the Falcons, Julio Jones was limited in practice Friday, and Alex Mack did not participate. The Celtics beat the Orlando Magic last night 128-98. Isaiah Thomas dropped a game-high 21. Jalen Brown chipped in with 20. Jay Crowder racked up 19 points and hit 5 of 7 from behind the arc. The Green are right back at it tonight. They traveled to Milwaukee to take on the Bucks. Tip-off tip is at 8 o'clock. Serena Williams defeated her sister Venus Williams in straight sets, 6-4-6-4, at the Australian Open this morning. With the win, she claims her record-setting 23rd Grand Slam. And the Bruins are off for the NHL All-Star break. Tuka Rask and Brad Marchand representing the Bees, both first-time All-Stars. They're in L.A. for the festivities. The skills competition is tonight at 7, and the three-on-three games will begin tomorrow at 3.30. This Sports Center update is brought to you by Budweiser. This Bud's for you. I'm David Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues live from the ESPN New Hampshire studio in Nashua right now. Too much for the All right, so since we went way so over on five questions, we have like a four-minute blast so off we'll here. Sing and we decided, to, yeah, we decided to bypass the normal by, uh, blast off music because, yeah, it's too long, and this is a much better choice. I like it. Bring on the Falcons, baby. Only eight days away from hey, the Super Bowl. Going back to five. Mm. Ooh, what's left? Sing it, Gladys. Hey. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Sing it, Dr. Glute. They just don't make music like this anymore. <laughs> they don't make moves like this anymore. <laughs> they don't, you don't oh. see moves like this anymore either. <laughs> nope. So what's happening? You tell me. I mean, like, we've got three minutes here before we got to wrap He's up. Leaving. The Bruins suck. We're leaving. All I gotta say. Yeah, I mean, like, any quick hit or thought on the leaving Bruins at all? We haven't touched on the Bruins in, like, a month. We talked about it. Oh, you guys talked about the Bruins last week? Just a little bit. In the final three minutes here. I mean, like, honestly, we've talked all we want about Julio Jones and Red that Sox matchup. Red Sox are retiring uh, Ortiz's number on June oh, 23rd. Oh, yeah, great. We already knew that was going to happen. On June 23rd. We know the date. Great. Fantastic. A, a date with the music right oh. now. <laughs> I'm just enjoying it. <laughs> you know, just the like, match someone right. help me out. we got three Enjoy minutes left. Yeah. I miss Gladys Knight and the Pips. Oh, yeah, there you go. Ooh. Shut up the music. Wow. wow. With the best mood I've been in all day, you just ruined it. Yeah. Okay, can I just ask Dave in the final two, three minutes here, how come Claude still has a job? Like, that's something that we really haven't hit on all that much when the four of us have been here. How is he still here? Why don't they just because like, he doesn't have rip, the off, talent the, anyway. rip off the Band-Aid, baby? Just come on. Just get it done. No. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know why he's still here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Good talk. Yeah, no, no. no. Brad Marchand just came out and said it's not Claude. Yeah. You know, so the so right. of, course the, of course the player's going to say that. They it's win. The they win two games in a row, and Marchand feels confident enough uh, to to come out and say that it's not Claude. I, I disagree, Ashish, when you say of course, because usually when that happens, when the coach is like you know uh, a bad image to the locker room, they always say, "Well, we have him as a coach right now. We need to get rid of him." 
It well, said there's something to the effect of like you know it. maybe it's even like an, an underhanded sort of slam on Claude if they don't like him it's like you know we got to be better uh, players got to be better coaches got to be better you right. know just throw that in there yeah. and, and just to throw that in we need the coach Tuka's to be better got to be better I've got to be better Claude's got to be better right I feel like Claude's be be just been that, that's what you say if you think that if you don't like your coach but I think the players do like this coach they respect him no it's not even like exactly it's not about that they're not they're not being pushed hard enough by Claude and I think that these players are way too comfortable under him. Discipline. They know that they know that they can lose a couple games here and there and none of them are at risk of losing their jobs. Now, uh in that Detroit game, he he said you're if you don't play hard, if you're not giving 100% effort, you're going to sit down. Mm-hmm. And, and so that was the first time I'd seen Claude really put his foot down in a long time, but of course, that comes on the heels of four straight losses and and three of those losses just being abysmal games for the Bruins. And so Claude's on the hot seat. He knows now he's coaching for his job. So we he finally puts his foot down. They win two games in a row, and all of a sudden it's not Claude's fault. I've seen this too many times with the Bruins. Yeah. I, I know what this game is with the Bruins. You can't keep falling for it. If you're ownership, if you're Neely and Sweeney, you can't keep falling for this team, losing four in a row, and then getting back up and winning two, three in a row. Good games, solid games, because they finally play up to their potential. It's inconsistency. It's- Right, and they don't. And, they can't do it. And they're still below 500 with total wins and losses. And I, I mean, I don't even know their their current record. I know they're in the playoffs, but they've got five games in hand on Ottawa and Toronto, and yeah. uh, you know Philly's got games. I believe they're games twenty-three, in hand on them. twenty-one and six or something like that. But yeah, they're well. No, they're they're not under five hundred win loss wise. They're well with shootout with, losses. when you include the shootout losses. Yeah. But those are points. So and, I mean, it's and this different. may this may sound evident, but I think what make makes good coaches is the consistency because then the message is getting to the players. When you have inconsistency, it's either one the time Talent's not there, or the message isn't getting across to the players. And I think it's a mix of both. I don't think the talent's really there for the Bruins, no, the and I think Claude's losing some, losing some of the younger guys. At I, least. I honestly don't know what this team is. I, I don't I don't, either. I don't know. We need to see it on a, a consistent team. basis. But when they play like they did against Pittsburgh the other night, you wonder what their their ceiling is. Yeah, they play that well. Wow. But they got to do it consistently, and I don't think close the guy. All right, we got to get out of here. For Brian Roach, David Pollard, and Mark Lazell, I'm Ashish Sharma. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Super Bowl preview, baby. See you later. Bye. America, it's time for some straight talk. There is no good way to fold a fitted sheet. 